Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. Thanks for subscribing, streaming, or downloading and listening to us on your computer or tablet or phone. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 576, Some Personal Time. Happy New Year. Happy 2018, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this newest, latest episode of the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Not only the first podcast episode of 2018, but the first episode in almost three weeks. I had such high hopes for the special Christmas episode that it was going to post on Monday, December 25th. It was going to be a combination of all the Christmas um, songs and and sketches we've done in various uh, shows and recordings over the years. And I was going to do it the weekend before Christmas. And uh, and then it got to be uh, busy with family coming in and crazy time. And uh, then on Boxing Day on, on Tuesday, the 26th, I looked up and I thought, oh my God, who has two thumbs and completely forgot about this week's podcast? This guy. Um, and I apologize for that, but I got, uh, I got, I took some personal time. I got swept up um, with the, um, uh, not only the festivities of the season, but also the hecticness of uh, family coming into town. Not only my own children coming home from school, but uh, but um, uh, a family and uh, nieces and nephews uh, coming in uh, for the holidays. So then I just decided, you know what? In 11 years of podcasting, I've never taken a break. So I decided to give myself a break. Not that this is such hard work. Not that I deserve a break necessarily. Not that that I'm working so hard putting together the podcast week after week after week. But I did think, you know what, after 11 years, I could take a couple of weeks off and take Christmas and New Year's off. Uh, So I took a little personal time, um, which was enormously fun, mostly because I just didn't have to think about what would it be next week, what would be next week's podcast. And and it's not for lack of um, material either. I've got many, probably as many as five or six episodes in the bank that I can't wait to share with you uh, in this first part of 2018. If you are a new listener to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad to have you aboard. Um, But I should warn you that this particular episode this week is not a typical episode. This episode will just be me addressing a handful of uh, uh, sort of housekeeping things with the podcast. Um, um, Usually the the episodes are interviews with um, um, either Reduced Shakespeare Company members like my partner Reed Martin or some of the cast members, or it's with, with... people that I've been working with. For instance, uh, I just did that production of The Book of Will at North Light Theater and did uh, several podcasts with the uh, creative and artistic personnel um, related to that production. That was enormously fun. And I will, we will continue to do that. Um, but it has occurred to me in these two weeks um, uh, that that I, I do wonder every so often whether I should be shaking up the podcast a little bit more than I am. Should I be should I be changing the format? Should I, should I be um, uh, changing the focus? Uh, I say every week. Um, if you have any thoughts or questions, or I put it in a different phrase every week. But if you have any feedback about the podcast, to send it to me at feedback at reduced. Shakespeare.com. And the good news, bad news is um, you don't send me that much feedback. Uh, and, the, and the bad news is, well, hey, I'm not getting feedback. The good news is I don't have to answer a lot of emails. Um, 
Which, but that's not to say I'm not interested in hearing what you have to think about the podcast. Um, uh, and some of you are very um, uh, responsive on Twitter and, uh, and, and Facebook. I spend more time on Twitter personally. So I tend to see more reactions there more swiftly. Um, but if you do have any thoughts, I would be curious to hear whether there are, whether there are parts of the podcast that you find, um, oh, my God, boring. <laughs> are, there, are there sections of the podcast, like, for instance, when I every week when I r- rattle off what the performance dates are that are coming up, do you just hit the oh, fast-forward 15 seconds button a couple of times to get through that, to get back to the meat of whatever it is we're talking about that week? Um, you you know, if it were me, I would. Uh, I hope you don't, because sometimes I mention dates that it, that people make people realize, oh my goodness, they're coming. You're performing near me sometime this year. Um, but I wouldn't blame you if you do. Um, do you think I should be switching up the guests more? Do you think um, we should be talking less Shakespeare? I don't sense that that's a feeling that anybody has um does is anybody feeling like gosh why aren't they doing more podcasts about their millennium show now i don't think anybody's really thinking that but but it's an example of the uh, uh, of the kind of feedback i'm looking for um and I and and for those of you who are wondering, oh my God, maybe I'll just skip this episode because it's just going to be Austin rattling uh, personally for about uh, ten or fifteen minutes. Um, it has occurred to me whether the podcast should go more to that kind of a format where it's more free form talking about the events of the day or the doings of the company um, a, a, a little more personal. I tend to not be very personal in these things because I don't think that's very interesting or entertaining, but maybe I'm wrong. Some of the podcasts that I enjoy listening to, um, including Mark Maron's uh, WTF uh, and um, and also Dave Rosowski's ADD comedy podcast um, have long sections of personal stuff that I just skip. I just skip. I just fast forward through fast forward. I'm not, I'm really not interested in that stuff, but other people are. So maybe that maybe you are too. And if you are, um, let me know about that. Um, it also occurs to me, should we change the format of the podcast to be more of a real crime um, uh, podcast like uh, like S-Town or Serial? Um, you know, we're always trying to bump the numbers up. Uh, and it would be fun. It would be really fun to write a comedy version of those. Um, but I have just been made aware and seen the first couple of episodes of um, the TV show American Vandal, uh, which is very, very funny and very dry and uh, and a great spoof of those kinds of uh, podcasts and, and, and um, TV true crime procedurals. Um, I'm not exactly sure that that's what uh, the Reduce Shakespeare Company does or should be doing. Uh, on this podcast, but I'd be happy to consider it if that was something that a, a, a big chunk of you um, <laughs> would be interested in. Um, if I don't hear from many of you saying, no, you've got to change this or stop saying that every week or do something different here, um, then I'm just going to stay the course, I think. I'm just going to keep plugging forward into this 12th year of um, uh, regular weekly podcasting. And I don't imagine I'll be taking any more uh, two-week breaks, or, uh, but uh, if I do, I'll I'll try to give you a heads up in advance. Hi, my name is Lauren Gunderson. I'm the playwright for The Book of Will, among other plays. And you are listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. 
Where can you RSC the RSC? This first half of 2018, you can see us in about a dozen cities and a handful of states performing William Shakespeare's long-lost first play abridged in Bloomington, Illinois, the Bloomington Center for the Performing Arts, Hillsdale, Michigan at the Sage Center for the Arts at Hillsdale College, the South Padre Island Convention Center in South Padre Island, Texas for two nights on February 6th and 7th. We'll be back in the Bay Area, land of my birth, the Livermore Valley Performing Arts Center in Livermore, California on February 9th. On February 16th, we'll be at Montgomery County Community College in Bluebell, Pennsylvania. And then on March 2nd to March 11th, we spend two weeks at the New Victory Theater in New York City for the off-Broadway premiere of William Shakespeare's long-lost first play, Abridged. Then after that, we're going up to Maine for one night to do one performance of the Bible, the complete word of God, Abridged, at the Collins Center for the Arts at University of Maine. Ah, I better <coughs> I better get fitted for a new uh, fig leaf. Um, then we return uh, to do more performances of William Shakespeare's long-lost first play, Abridged, starting on April 5th in Hayes, Kansas at Fort Hayes State University, April 7th at the Schrott Memorial Center for the Arts at Butler University in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, back in Viterbo University in La Crosse, Wisconsin on April 12th, uh, and then finally returning to Madison, Wisconsin at the Overture Center. They love us in Madison on April 14th, and finally at the end of May, from May 31st to July 1st, we'll be at the Pittsburgh Public Theater in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, returning there after an absence of five or six years to close out their season with our production of William Shakespeare's long-lost first play, Abridged. As always, the best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for specific box office, venue, and ticket information. Now, did you just skip through that all that business about the uh, about the dates? I don't blame you if you did. But we've got a lot of really fun um, uh, performances coming up uh, this spring and uh, and hopefully the summer and fall too. But those are those are not quite ready yet to ready to announce. Um, but one thing I'd like to encourage you to do, since we're talking about taking some personal time and and uh, attending to some uh, things that you probably have put off or been meaning to do, you know, now since we're sitting here listening, talking to each other, now would be a great Great time to go to iTunes or the podcast podcatcher of your choice and leave a five star review and a, and a review a five star review and um and a few words about what you really love about the podcast. Um, if you if there are things you really hate, you know, tweet those to me. Don't put them on iTunes. Um, the, these kinds of reviews really, really help the algorithms um, at iTunes and really help uh, make sure the podcast gets promoted um, through iTunes algorithms. Um, it's not a thing that we can control and and we, uh, we have any control over. We just want we just want everybody to be able to as many people to hear it as they possibly can. For instance, I have sat down and and uh, written reviews for the podcasts that I listen to regularly. Um, one is the uh, Shakespeare Unlimited podcast from the Folger Shakespeare Library. Um, it amuses me that when you search iTunes for Shakespeare, the first podcast that comes up 
is ours, is this one. That's enormously flattering. Um, but it's wrong. It really it really should be uh, the Folgers Shakespeare Unlimited podcast. Um, I've been doing this one longer, so I think the algorithm takes that into effect and makes puts us first. But uh, the Folgers Shakespeare Unlimited podcast is really just a very cool, fun, deep Shakespearean dive every week into different aspects of, of Shakespeare, uh, the, the, the writer, Shakespeare the Man, um, and mostly Shakespeare's plays and their legacy and our ongoing conversations with um, uh, him and his work. Uh, and so I just, uh, you know, it's just a, a appointment listening for me. Uh, another m- more appointment listening continues to be uh, the Bugle podcast hosted by Andy Zaltzman and now a kind of a rotating, used to be hosted by Andy Zaltzman and John Oliver, but John Oliver went on to bigger, better things, or at least bigger things. No, they're better. <laughs> He's reaching a lot more people and doing some amazing work, both comedically and journalistically. Um, but now Andy has a, a has kind of a, a rotating stable of of co-hosts, and it's always just top-notch quality satires about the events of the day. Really, really smart um, comedy. Uh, the occasional pun run, yes. Not to be avoided, um, but it, I, I, I just find it bracing and uh, inspiring um, and funny. I just laugh out loud. Um, another podcast that I'll, I'll be writing a review for is uh, Larry Wilmore's Black on the Air. Larry Wilmore you, uh, recently hosted the nightly show on Comedy Central in the post post, post uh, Daily Show slot. He took over the Stephen Colbert's slot slot when uh, Colbert moved over to the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Um, but he's a, a, a comedian and a writer and a producer uh, who's produced a lot of very funny television going back to uh, a claymation animated comedy sitcom called The PJs starring Eddie Murphy back in the early 90s, I think, that was just hysterical and uh, was not on the air long enough. Um, He's also produced The Bernie Mac Show. He's been involved with the current uh, sitcom Blackish. But his weekly uh, podcast, Black on the Air, is, uh, again, just another great interview show where he talks to entertainers and uh, uh, cultural figures um, about the events of the day. And it is funny, but it, uh, it it's not like the Bugle podcast, which is which is geared to be funny, 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 joke, joke, joke. Um, Larry Wormore is just a very funny guy, and he talks about the issues uh, from a, with a very, very funny um, perspective. Uh, and, and he's not afraid to make a serious topic uh, funny through his personality or just through his observations, through his uh, his perspective on things. Um, so so those are three those are three podcasts that are appointment listening for me. And then there are a bunch of others that are also radio shows, but I, I listen to them in, in podcast form, like like Fresh Air or, or, or Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Um, uh, and, and occasionally This American Life. Um, I, but it, that, that always tends to be slightly longer than I want to spend um, listening to a podcast. And I'm sure you have your favorites as well. Uh, so I hope that you will uh, tweet me your favorites, send me your favorites at feedback at reducedshakespeare.com, uh, and also go to the podcatcher of your choice and leave five-star reviews for all those podcasts that you listen to and write down a few words about why they're great because that really does help the help spread the word, spread the podcast love. And another thing you can think about uh, uh, sending us an email about is what do you think our new show should be? 
We're beginning to talk about that. I know long lost shakes and pop up Shakespeare just still seem very, very, very fresh and hot out of the oven. But um, we've begun talking about what we think the new show would be. We have very strong ideas what we think they should be. Um, but would love to hear yours. What do you think? What, what do you think would be fun for us to tackle in some format or other? Um, either as a book or a podcast, maybe, or as a stage show or something else yet to be determined. It'd be really fun to hear about that from you. Um, I know we have, boy, we have uh, at least a couple of thousand listeners to the podcast on a regular basis. We have over 11,000 followers on Facebook. We have six, no, we have, uh, yeah, we have about 12, 13,000 followers on Twitter. Um, and I know you follow us for different reasons, but I would love to hear what some of those reasons are. Do you love Shakespeare? Do you love reduction? <laughs> Do you love comedy? Do you love um, uh, satire, you know, skewed to takes on current events? Um, are you big, big fans of our sports show? Well, good. That makes three of you. Um uh, we, we just we would love to hear from you. This is a we we've always hoped that the podcast uh, is a two way um, communication tool, not just us not just us broadcasting to you, but also uh, taking back your feedback as well. Um, and again, that's one of the reasons that I do love Twitter is that it's very it can be very personal and very direct and very um, um, kind of real time. You tweet to us, we can tweet back to you in almost real time. So um, anyway, I hope that we'll get to see you at one of our performances. Um, this spring and the year of 2018 and uh, down the line, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, and if you are, if you are worried, if you are excited by the direction of this particular episode is taken, um, let me know because I don't think I'll be doing too many more of these kinds of podcasts where it's just me talking into a mic about random things. Um, but if it is, let us know and we can spend more time doing this. Absolutely. Uh, and if it isn't, don't worry. Next week we'll be back to, uh, and maybe even later this week, we'll be back to um, conversations with uh, comedians and artists and broadcasters and writers and authors and, uh, 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 and actors and whoever else we can talk to about um, how they create the, create the art and the comedy that, uh, that we love to consume. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Send us your thoughts about any and all of the above that we've been talking about via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can also engage with us and other fans on Facebook or Twitter. You can find easy links to all these social networks at our website, reducedshakespeare.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener. Thanks, as always, to fellow podcaster Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout-out this this week goes to Tim Rayborn. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Lauren Gunderson, the author of The Book of Will and the most produced playwright in America this season, second only to William Shakespeare himself. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 576-1728ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Here's one other thing you can do on your personal time. Go check out our new website, ReducedShakespeare.com. Tell us what you think. This podcast is a production of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.